Well, good evening, everybody. Sorry we couldn't make it on there yesterday, Saturday. Just a little uh, tight scheduling some people. So we got a couple of guests on tonight. We got uh, Carlton McDonald and Garrett Orfant coming to us from the U.S. They both registered for the shootout. So it'd be great to uh, talk to them, see what's behind their builds and what they're planning. And I don't know, maybe it's the first time that they've been uh, up in the U.S., or up in Canada from the US. So we're gonna wait for uh, Carlton. He's our first one to uh, to jump on. Just request to join when you see that there. Carlton, I see you're in the chat. So that's awesome. And we'll get going on it. Uh, a little recap of the week. We had a great Friday night out at Stratotech Park. We got to see, uh, man, just a great car from, from Justin Dubay. Finally, he's got his uh, twin turbo V8 Supra dialed in and that thing looks like a beast so we're looking forward to seeing him on a future episode of this but carlton's here so we're going to let him in and chat with him hey how's it going hey how's it going <laughs> well since i don't know you personally i'll introduce myself i'm sean hardham my wife and i we run the spec d drift series running the licensing series here in Canada. So it's good to have you on. Why don't you take a second and just uh, introduce yourself. Uh, tell us where your hometown is and home track, I guess. All right, yeah, so I'm uh, Carlton McDonald and uh, home track is here in Monroe, Washington at the uh, Evergreen Speedway. Hometown is up in Stanwood, uh, Stanwood Camino area, up north from here in Washington, so. So not too far from the Canadian border anyway. Yep, not too far at all. <laughs> excellent, excellent. So how long have you been competing? Uh, I've been competing for about four years now. Okay, excellent. Three and years of driving, and then this will be like my first official year of Pro-Am, but we don't have our series anymore. Yeah, they just did a shootout again. <clears throat> I believe they just had it, didn't they? Yep, yeah, we just had it in uh, June. Excellent. Uh, why don't you go through sort of the car that you're going to be bringing up to our shootout and give us a little bit of, you know, whatever you got under the hood and what, what the whole running gear. Sure. You got it's behind me. I can oh, excellent. <laughs> so, yeah, this is a uh, 2001 GT Mustang. Um, we've gone through and done a whole wide body kit, the CBR 500 on it. So it's all fiberglass panels. Uh, this is a uh, small block Ford 382 stroker that we had built for it. And it's about uh, 670 horsepower. Um, everything else is, you know, all the tube work on it. And we actually set up with a rear mount radiator in this car. Oh, excellent. So we're fixing some, uh, some damage from the last shootout right now, but we're getting it all figured out. And yeah, it's got a, a T101A dog box in it and everything else is pretty much standard. <laughs> I guess as standard as it can be with a 670 horsepower uh, yeah. small mark under the hood. Um, and we're running you... the uh, FDF uh, angle kit on it as well. Excellent. Yeah, that seems to be a pretty uh, popular choice with our, with our drivers as well. The, the FDF kit. I mean, Josiah sure seems to be be the guy behind the the angle kits nowadays. Um, so your small block, uh, give us a little bit of uh, numbers on that. Are you running nitrous or anything? 
Uh, nope. So this is just naturally aspirated and we actually run these with a carb setup. So we're pretty old school carb MSD. Um, we ended up with about 670 horsepower and 515 foot pounds of torque. And what's cool about this motor is the way that we built it. Um, it's a lower compression ratio of about 9.1, a nine to one. And so it's going to be set up for either turbo turbocharge or pro charge in the future. Um, and some more about it, I guess, is we're running the Grodix heads and the dart block on it. And actually this was a, a sealed crate motor that they used to run in the NASCAR series, but we obviously took it and modified it and made it more than that. Excellent. Are you running a dry sump setup on it or is that still wet sump? This is still a wet sump setup. Okay. Yep. So the big lines that you got there running, I just see the other little pulley off to the side there. I thought it looked like a, maybe a dry sump setup there. No, yeah, this is our setup with our, our alternator. Oh, okay. Excellent. Yep. Just nice and low on there. And then obviously you're running the, uh, the rear mount rad. Uh, are you running electric water pump on that or is that just running off the block pump? So we run uh, just a mechanical off of the block. And then in the back here, we run an additional 20 gallon um, water pump, an electric. Okay. What's cool about that is we're able to keep the water flowing once we shut the motor down and it helps with additional cooling and flow all the way back to the rear mount. Yeah, that seems to be uh, really popular is running the electric water pump. And that way you can really cool down the block without it you know, obviously running at the, at the same time. So that's pretty interesting. I did compete against uh, one guy in the U.S. that actually was running a carbureted small block Ford in a BMW back in the day. So I know they make a lot of power and, and a lot of torque, which is kind of neat to see. And like what, two wires run the entire motor? Yeah, pretty much. That's all we really got going to it. And a few sensors oh. there for, you know, oil pressure and water temp. So no, seems to be a, a great setup. I mean, I've been watching uh, quite a bit of, uh, you know, the, the pro two, or I guess the prospect series now and seeing, I don't know, the more electronics you seem to be throwing on stuff, the more complicated it is. And, and uh, it, it seems to be hard where people are having a hard time diagnosing what it is that they're, you know, if they have a breakdown or, you know, no power open circuits. So, the more mechanical that you can leave it, I think that is a really good choice. Um, that's awesome. Thanks for showing us your car. I love having the car in the background. The second guy to have it there, I, I enjoy enjoy seeing that. And I know, you know, probably lots of our Canadian drivers are looking forward to having fresh uh, uh, drivers come up, especially with the last two years, not being able to sort of cross and, and come back and forth. Um, so what, what tires are you running? What, what's your tire setup on that? Uh, so I'll be running the uh, Acceleras, the 651s, um, okay. 535 setup. Have you you've been running those for a while then? Um, so I've, this is this will be the uh, second competition with this car. So uh, that's the only tire I've ran on this car so far. Okay, no, it's good. Just yeah. consistency, right? That's the that's a a really main thing. Um, so obviously you've been drifting for a few years. What's one of your favorite tracks that you've, you've been at and, uh, maybe why? Um, 
I haven't gone to a lot of different tracks, but I went to the uh, Oregon Pacific Raceway and okay. for the uh, Takeover Northwest event. And when we got there in my Fox body, I actually uh, blew the motor in that car. But I was able to take my buddy's S197 and drive it there. And that was a really fun track. So I think that's probably been one of the best experiences. Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys, you guys are able to run at Evergreen quite a, quite a bit then, I guess. Oh, yeah. And we're like uh, maybe a minute from the track here. So <laughs> that seems to be the, the best recipe. If you live close and they hold a ton of drift events, I mean, it gets to be really nice. And I know with the facility there in, uh, in Monroe, it's nice because you can run multiple different layouts. So mm -hmm. there's a ton of variety in that same track. Um, so do you know some of the you've been watching obviously on our discord and you've seen the drivers list so have you competed with some of the drivers in the in the past that are on that list yeah so i know a couple of the guys like uh, uh jace and i know garrett as well i know those two guys pretty well and uh brandon marcus so that is oh, a hopefully he can come yeah yeah hopefully yeah hoping so he's got a pretty wicked car so it'd be fun to see him out there right so of those guys that are coming up, who's your biggest competition, do you feel? Oh, like those guys. Um, I would have He's a good buddy of mine. So, you know, him and I are always kind of, you know, messing around. His shop is real close to ours. So we are always back and forth and kind of giving each other advice on different things. And we're also, you know, kind of friendly competition as well. So it's going to be fun if we get stacked up together. Yeah, that'll be pretty neat. Um, so when you, when you guys run in the series down there, did they run a qualifying format or you just drew names out of the, out of the hat or how did they run that competition? Uh, for this shootout? Yeah, it was just, uh, drawing numbers for qualifying. All right. What's your, what's your opinion on qualifying? Do you like it? Do you dislike it? What's your, what's your thoughts? Um, I like it. I think that it, uh, kind of helps stack up the competition a little bit better rather than a random draw. Um, mm -hmm. I especially without a, like a shootout event. Um, obviously, if you can go out and lay down a really good qualifying run, you deserve to have that a uh, little bit of advantage. Or you Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm sort of a same. I'm fairly, uh, it's more familiar, I guess, the traditional qualifying format. And I like it just because, I don't know, some of the random, random draws just don't necessarily stack up quite the way that... Uh, that you want i guess not not so much for for myself but more for the competitors sometimes it gives gives like maybe uh um one of the lower drivers just a really tough thing or you get the top two guys going out head to head and there there they are they kind of ruin their their weekend when they battle early on so we we are going to be running just that the same traditional qualifying format um that's it's what it's what the fans tend to know and when we're trying to to maybe put on the show it's it's a little easier to to see where it stacks up as well um give us maybe some of the uh the the best mods that you've done to your car what are you looking to upgrade in the future i mean i look at your setup it doesn't look like you got much left to uh, upgrade in there right yeah so with this build this was the second car that we built and uh pretty much when we went through it, we just checked all the boxes that we could through the whole thing, kind of do a whole build it once sort of scenario and not have mm -hmm. to go fix a lot of things and hopefully we nail it with this chassis. Um, 
But one of the mods that we're looking at doing with this car is since in the years that they ran uh, the Cobra in the uh, 99 to 04, they had independent rear suspension. So actually that mounts straight up to this chassis. So there's no modern. Okay. Technically it's legal for us to run that, uh, that rear subframe. So I have an IRS for this car and I'll eventually set it up to be able to have a because right now it's just solid rear axles, so we can't adjust camber or back there. Right. So I have seen that some of the uh, solid rear setups do run a like have a winter's option that they can run, and they got some camber plates or not camber plates, I guess toe plates that they put in to mm -hmm. give a little bit more toe on the on the rear axle there. Um, do you find like just having having a hard time with with uh, like your final drive gear? Or do you have multiples of that of that rear diff that you or that rear end that you put in? Um, no, it's really for us. It's just kind of set it and forget it. And uh, we haven't ran into any issues with final drive. Uh, we thought we were with this car, but once we went to a different tire, it helped actually. Um, but yeah, no, the way the way we have these set up, we just kind of it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's that's great. I guess with with six hundred and seventy horse. I mean, that puts you probably right close to the top in our horsepower level of, of what our local drivers have. And I guess with that, then you don't necessarily have to worry so much about the wheel speed as much. You just put your foot down and yeah, you're pretty much set. Um, so have you had any problems with uh, like breaking a diff, breaking a, like the rear axles inside there? No, we've, we've never had that issue. We always upgrade to the 31 line. Um, okay. The, the higher spline count that you can get for that rear axle. Um, and other than that, it's just a uh, welded diff and we have never, never had issues with them. Knock on wood. Hopefully. Yeah, no, it's, it, it looks like it's a, a great setup. I mean, I've been watching uh, a little bit of uh, Cletus McFarland. He went and picked up Vaughn's old oh, yeah. uh, car and it's still uh, like a regular stick axle in the back. And I mean, it looks good. And I think that's, there's a lot of pros and cons to it, I guess, but they seem to just be a bulletproof setup. So, I mean, when you got the dog box in there, because in that Ford, that generation would have been the T5, I believe. Was that in, the... In this generation, it would have been the, uh, it's a different off my head. Yeah, but those, those tend to be like the factory trans tends to be a weak point on those. So with oh, yeah. the... With the dog box, it really makes it nice there. So, yeah, um, uh, box body, and I went through three of them. So, all yeah, yep. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we definitely are able to. Uh, oh, somebody says it's a T forty five in there. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> we leave it in there, and somebody somebody uh, definitely knows what it is. So so that's great. Um, so if you plan to win, uh, what, what's your plan? Like, are you planning on going? taking it to an FD round or you're just like the, the local stuff? Uh, no, the plan is to go and try and run the uh, prospect with this car, hopefully. So, okay. Um, I don't know if it'll be, a, it'll probably be a year gap in between. Um, I know they have like a big backlog of drivers right now and getting in, but probably have a year off, get everything set up, a whole program organized and then try and go in. And at least well, I, I I definitely think that's going to be the way it is. I think within two to three years, that backlog of, I think it's going to take them that two to three years to kind of get this new format 
run through the system, you know, because they have it set up where if you're not, I think if you're not in the top 14, then you don't get to keep maybe top 24. I think even in pro, you don't necessarily keep your license. So in that way, it's going to, it's going to open up a lot of, a lot of spots in there. I think they just had to, to bite the bullet and do it one year. And this was a year to, to do it. So, so fair enough. Um, for your crew, who do you got coming up to give you a hand? Um, so we're a little bit uh, slimmer this year, just with uh, getting over the border and all the restrictions and stuff. Um, and my good buddy, Tori, who's also a part of Skittiest Garage, he's going to be having a kid. His due date is actually the day of the event. <laughs> um, but I'm going to have my uncle, who is a big time help with all this stuff. He's the big small block Ford guy. Excellent. So, Coming up to give a hand, and my mom and dad, and my good buddy uh, Colin. So we have a pretty good. And then it will be pitting, you know, with Jace and all those guys. And everyone's going to be working together anyway. Just the same uh, regular type of uh, drift community. It doesn't yep. if, you, if you're short of crew, there's always enough crew kicking around at, at an event there. Um, so yeah, what, what's your what's your idea about the uh, competition style? Do you prefer the shootout style, or do you like multiple rounds to to go through? Um. So we've always had the pro-am feeder program here at Evergreen where we have yeah. a, uh, I've always enjoyed having that series because I think it helps really build uh, consistency in drivers and you're, you have to have a program in a car that's consistent throughout the season to really show that you're able to show up for five rounds and be a competitor. Um, I enjoy that style a little bit more. I'm pretty bummed because by the time I finished this car, uh, they took away the series. So I wasn't able to do it with the new, right. new Pro-Am car. Um, but yeah, I would say I prefer uh, a feeder program like that over the shootouts. But right now, to be the direction yeah. going. So what do you do? Yeah, we're, we're, we're planning going back to the, uh, the multiple rounds. I, I also in, enjoy that better. Uh, just because you know you can get some varieties and weather different tracks it helps helps people prepare for you know different setups perhaps if you run an oval if you run a road course you have to learn how to do all that when you go compete anywhere you know whether your plan is to go to a pro spec or it's just to go compete at multiple areas you need to be able to do that on the fly and uh you know, a lot of people can get comfy just sitting in their home track because they know every, oh, we're running this. Okay, this is what I need for, you know, the five ace bank or if we're running the infield. So it makes people fairly comfortable on that. But to be able to move out and, you know, if you got a rain weekend, you may dominate. But if you come to a shootout and it's a rain weekend, you know, maybe the guy who's really used to the rain wins and it's not necessarily, you know, the, the real winner of a, of a full series like that. But um, what's the, what's the best thing that you take out to the rounds with you? We'll go, th go into your trailer set up a little bit. What's the one thing you never leave home without? One thing. Well, definitely your, uh, your torque wrench. You always got to have the torque wrench. <laughs> <laughs> not just like, not just a big. Uh... <laughs> Don't want wheels falling off. No. Other than that, uh, you can't forget. You can't forget your jack either. I mean, if you don't have a jack, but... right? We always, we always bring our tire guy out with us, so 
so we got we got one one guy who comes out he's at every single practice every single event and he does tire changeovers for us so he has about three or four jacks and we always hope that he gets them all back at the end of the night because there's always you know four or five people that uh, forget to bring out their jacks so well, <laughs> uh, do you want to give a shout out to some of your sponsors before i let you go and i think we got garrett uh, going to be jumping in here soon yeah, for sure. So I would like to shout out J2 Racing. They're a uh, local race shop here and actually across the street from our shop. And uh, they helped me through the whole build of this car, um, getting me parts and everything. So a huge shout out to them, uh, AccuTab Gaming Systems and uh, iVitality. So other than that, that's all we got. Um, but yeah, uh, the other thing too is this whole build of this car is on our YouTube channel. Uh, so you can check it out on Skidiot's Garage. Okay, so I'll, I'll make sure I throw that into uh, the description of this, this little video. We always like watching local people kind of do the build series and stuff like that. I, I mean, I find it really interesting to see just all the different uniqueness of, of every single build going into it. So and yeah. I, I'm really partial to that, you know, carbureted small block. I think the simplicity of it is just like, it's ingenious. And, yeah. Uh, Maybe not ingenious. It's uh, the opposite of all the ingenious nonsense that we tend to do into stuff. So I, I enjoy that. So we'll definitely be uh, be watching that. I'll let you uh, click out and we will see you in a couple weeks time in mission. righty, Thank you. You bet. Well, that's really awesome. I, I, I enjoy seeing just some, some new builds and stuff like that. So thanks to Carlton for coming on. Uh, we're going to get Garrett, if he's, if he's in the chat here, just request to join and we'll grab you on there. And that should be, that should be awesome to, to chat with you as well. Uh, there also is still some spots available for the shootout. So if you've been uh, looking to come and, and get in on it, now's the time to buy, buy the last couple of spots. And also for the July 10th, the Pro Brodown. So... I see Clutch Kick Gary, he's ready. So we're gonna grab him and get him on here. Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? Excellent. So again, I'll introduce myself because I don't know you personally. I'm Sean Hardham, my wife and I, we run the, the Spec D Drift Series here in Canada and uh, First time in a couple of years, we've been allowed to welcome U.S. drivers. So why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about you and what you got coming to the shootout. Sure. So I'm Garrett Orpont. I live in Lake Stevens, not too far from Carleton, actually. Um, about 15 minutes from Evergreen Speedway. Uh, got a 1995 Nissan S14. It's got a 408 Stroker LS. It's actually out of Pat Gooden's old S13. Uh, I bought that from Caleb Wanbeck and ran that naturally aspirated all last season. And currently it's getting a uh, nitrous system and a turbo setup. And we're redoing the rear tube work and just some other miscellaneous stuff. So when you say that you bought the, you bought the motor package from Caleb or you bought the entire car from Caleb? I bought the motor package from oh, okay. Caleb. I, my car was actually bone stock when I got it and then just kind of went full attack at it. Oh, excellent. No, I do, I do remember watching uh, Caleb Kwanbeck's whole video series on that. Oh, Chelsea jumped in here. 
Hey, how's it going, buddy? We're looking forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks. It's going to be awesome having you on and uh, <laughs> coming out and judging these guys. Um, yeah, but that's that's going to be uh, be good. So with Caleb's uh, setup there, I know that that was Pat's old motor. Was that the motor's been really good for you? It has the dog box, everything? Uh, yeah, the motor's been fantastic for me. I ran super strong last season. Um, I didn't get the GSR dog box from Caleb. I actually bought uh, a similar transmission to Carlton's. It's a Tex Racing T101 dog box. I got that from uh, Joseph Lynn, who ran Pro 2 a few seasons ago. Uh, he had a spare transmission laying around, so picked that up from him, and it's worked flawlessly for me. Yeah, those T101s are really nice. I mean, uh, I guess besides having to modify, you know, the trans tunnel a little bit to make them fit, I'm, I'm not sure if you do in the in the S chassis, but I know that sometimes you got to, for the side shift linkage there, so... Yeah, I mean, we we pretty much cut out my whole tunnel and made it all removable. So if we need to service the linkage or service the clutch or anything, it's pretty quick. I think we can pull up the transmission in like ten minutes. Okay, now you, now you, now you got me jealous. I have a a G Force GSR and I got that in FDRX seven. It probably takes me, you know, from all the custom mounts that we had to make to hold that nonsense in there. It takes me a good part of a day to pull it in and put it back in. So yeah. Uh, I like I like that though. Um, so, how long have you been competing? Uh, so, last season was actually my first competition season in pro am, and we ended up finishing sixth overall in points. Um, so, this will be my second season of competition. But overall, I've been driving about five and a half years. Okay. Uh, do you have a favorite track, or you guys just mostly stick with uh, Evergreen since you're fifteen minutes? We mainly stick with Evergreen. I've gone down south to Spirit Peaks, um, just in a buddy's uh, Spirit Peaks has a sound ordinance, so my car is a little too loud for their their track. Oh, okay. They oh, so yeah, I, I've seen some videos of Spirit Peaks, and it looks pretty awesome. I think didn't uh, I think the uh, Drift Week went there one time, I believe maybe maybe wrong but i believe so yeah it's a fun it's a fun track for sure yeah i think there's elevation changes or something that i i was watching a video and i think that's the one that i wanted to i put it on my little list of things to go to yeah it's a fun fun track i i think maybe since i've been there they repaved it or sections of it because it was pretty rough when i was there a few years ago mm -hmm. yeah that's not bad so a little bit more about the car there. What kind of power are you making out of the the big V8? Uh, so naturally aspirated, it made 563 on E85. Um, I'm not sure what it's going to be making with the nitrous and turbo setup. Um, I'm leaving it up to my buddy at Drift Dynamics, who's one of my sponsors, to kind of dial that all in. Um, I'd like maybe... 650, 700, but I'd also like for it to be, you know, safe for the motor. Yeah. Well, I think that's probably a good number to be shooting for. Much more than that, I don't know how much usable it is for, for the tracks that, you know, we have running here. Um, but that's, that's also good to have it on tap there. So you're looking to put nitrous in. Is that just more for the bottom end before the turbo hits or? Uh, 
we haven't decided yet. Uh, I think Drift Dynamics is kind of waiting to see how well the turbo spools first. And if we need the nitrous to help spool it, or if maybe the nitrous will kind of be for if the turbo starts to fall off a little bit. Okay. Yeah, that's not too bad. Um, so if you, you probably haven't driven up in Canada then before. No, I've just been there to visit, but never driven. And you haven't been here since we had the whole uh, last two years of nonsense and stuff like that. So you haven't had the joy of crossing the border yet? No, not yet. I think the last time I was there was 2018 or 2019. Right. So the easy time you show your passport and cross. And now you've got everything downloaded. You're ready for the, uh, for the interrogation at the border. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's not that bad. Our guys always wear masks, though. So when you come into Canada, you, you think that we're in the, still in the quarantine zone. So our, our border guards are wearing masks. And when you cross back into the States, they're having the freedom rally. So it's really good. <laughs> Just a joke about our Canadian border guards. We've, we've crossed a few times. And honestly, we've had zero issues crossing into uh, the U.S. or coming back across into Canada. So it's not too bad. Um, so you've driven with a few of the drivers we got, we got a pretty good stack of, uh, guys from the Pacific Northwest coming up. So who do you think's your biggest competition in the group of guys on our driver's list? Um, Jace is a really good driver. He's really fast. And Brandon is a really good driver and he's fast. I haven't had the opportunity to really drive with Carlton, but he looked like he was really playing it at uh, the shootout. So I think it'd be really fun to drive with them. Yeah, I think, I think it's going to be really good. I mean, we've, we've had some really good times with uh, like Ian Fournier, who is a driver, did FD in the past, uh, really throws down with his RV setup. And then definitely we got, you know, like our, our past champions, we got uh, some really good drivers in there with Aaron Day. We got uh, Ryan Drutz. We got, uh, yeah, Chris Pollard, another one. Some really big V8 guys, nice setups. And I know I know, it's been the biggest thing in, in the competition to be able to open up the, the border and get some more drivers coming up and, and compete. I think it's going to be a, a really good time and a good shootout. Um, who do you have coming up with you for uh, crew? Uh, so really small crew this this time around, just with you know being vaccinated and everything. Uh, so we got yeah. my dad, my brother-in-law, and then uh, a friend that uh, knows my dad and I that's coming up to help out. Excellent. And then you got all the local guys that'll definitely be uh, be helping you out as well. I'm sure. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll probably pit with Carlton and Jace for sure. Ma making sure that the U.S. guys kick the Canadians a little bit. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, fair enough. I appreciate that. Um, uh, tire setup. What are you guys running? What are you running for for a tire? So I got sponsored by Valino. Um, so we're going to be running the Valino Pergia OHC and a 255. I was really stressing about that actually because I only had T65s and uh, Cameron Moore with Valino Northwest came through and got me some T55s. So I'm Excellent. Yeah, I know. I know that the uh, on the Valino, some of them like the two sixty five. I think in the Griva, just like it's a millimeter too wide. Yeah, it's really close on it, but it just really depends on the wheel setup that you're running as well. So, um, yeah, 
Well, it's, it's always. If you air up for Gia's quite a bit, they'll measure with them specs, but I didn't want to have the issue where I couldn't air down if I needed to. So, uh, yeah, I'm happy that I was able to get the 255s. Excellent. No, that's really good. Um, yeah, I know we were bugging uh, Cameron to maybe come up and drive too, but I don't think it worked out just with uh, scheduling for him. I thought it'd be fun to have one of his cars up and uh, to come shred with us. Um, so are you going to be coming up on the Thursday? Or are you hitting the, the, the chassis setup class with Chelsea? Uh, I won't be there for that. I'm coming up early Friday morning. Um, okay. I think it's about a two hour drive for us to get there. So just one last pretty early. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really good. Um, so now for the competition style, what's your, what's your opinion on it? Uh, I know, I've been asking everybody whether they like the shootouts, whether they like the, uh, you know, maybe just the more rounds. Uh, what's your opinion on that? I'm kind of in the middle. I think shootouts are a good opportunity for maybe good drivers that, you know, didn't get as many wins in Pro-Am maybe due to judging or other factors. So I think it's a good opportunity for them to, you know, come out and showcase their driving potentially get a license but I also feel you know like last season a full five round season really can show driver consistency mm -hmm. so yeah both are pretty cool in my opinion yeah I, I think I agree on that I think it, probably for Evergreen it was really nice having all five rounds right there at the one venue especially for local people it's really really nice really easy to do uh, we're more of a traveling series. So when we were running the series, we usually ran three, three tracks. And now it looks like, you know, we definitely have three different tracks to run in the next year. And uh, been really a lot of interest to get back into the series for us too. We enjoy it. We enjoy the uh, traveling around, going to different tracks, seeing different venues, running maybe an oval. And then also like out at Mission, they have a, you know, they spend a lot of time and effort making the road course really nice and, and uh, inviting for drifting. So mission will be a really good time. I think for, for, for everybody, it's a new track that not many people have driven and especially not in the competition layout. So we're looking forward to that. Um, what about plans? If you win, what's your, what's your goal at the end of this? Uh, I think we'll take the first year and, you know, go through my S14 and see if, you know, it, it, still good enough to compete in pro spec and if it is we'll get that thing ready and if not we'll probably hit the ground running and start building a new s14 chassis for pro spec excellent uh, you're, you're going to be one of these guys that's taking all the valuable s14s and uh, destroying them into drift cars yeah i see by your hat that you're already ahead of the game and you're with link ecu yeah i picked them up as a sponsor i think a year ago, maybe two years ago. Okay. Uh, what's your What's your thought with them? How I hear really good things that they're supportive and easy to get a hold of, and pretty much like a great ECU company to work with. Yeah, I mean, I I haven't had to deal with them at all. I mean, the ECU I have in my car is fantastic. We run the Link Extreme, and it's just super easy to program and tune and it's never given me any issues excellent 
Uh, how about sponsors? You want to go ahead and just lift off a few sponsors and I'll let you, we'll kind of wrap it up and let you get on to your Sunday evening. Yeah, sure. So I got a couple of sponsors that I've already mentioned, but uh, got Valino Tires, uh, Link ECU, Drift Dynamics, Interstate Performance, Clutch Masters, 425 Motorsports, Fuel Suspension, and Fuel Injector Clinic are all my sponsors that have really come through and helped me out, especially during the build of my car. Right. And that is the newer one that you've just been finishing up here. So is, the, is this the first year that you're running this car or is it the second year in this car? So I've ran this car the entire time I've been drifting the past five and a half, six years. Uh, okay. Just started out bone stock with the KA and some cut knuckles on it and just slowly started building it to the point it is now. I guess when, when did you put that big V8 into it? It must have been a couple, three years ago now, I would assume, right? Uh, I was thinking back to Caleb's uh, timeline. I watched a lot of his uh, build videos. Yeah, so I bought the motor and it sat on an engine stand for maybe a year while I was getting the car kind of all prepped. So I've only had the motor in it for maybe a year and a half, two years. Okay, yeah. That's excellent, though, so it should be decent. Um, well, we look forward to seeing you come out and uh, definitely have you up here in uh, in Mission BC and and just driving with all of us. So we're looking forward to that. And uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks time. Sounds like good. I appreciate out and I'll wrap her up. All right. Sounds good. Thanks. Well, it's interesting always talking to, uh, to new people, especially ones that I haven't met in person. So I've been watching a lot of their Instagram and, and I definitely going to check out some of the, the YouTube from the uh, skid idiot, uh, uh, YouTube channel and just sort of see how they did on that uh, small block uh, naturally aspirated carbureted engine. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what that's about. Uh, it looks really good to see that uh, some big, big power guys coming. I mean, I know that we, I was talking to Justin Dubay and his twin turbo Supra and that thing I think was, uh, well, 950 i believe he was somewhere in there and then he has a low boost setting that he was running this last thursday and that thing was absolutely absolutely shredding so both these gentlemen here both garrett and carlton are are well into the 600s and i think just right right going to be touching the 700 horsepower mark so i think that's going to make for some great competition and that's really what you know this this whole shoot up is about is good competition uh, good sportsmanship and just having a good time with with friends and I think that's that's going to be a, a great weekend out there at Mission BC so again if you're planning on coming uh, definitely uh, to drive there's only a couple spots left for the shootout so if your car's ready to go definitely jump in and grab those last couple of spots um, and down we're down to under 10 spots again for the Sunday fun day we do have Chelsea Denofa coming out. We saw him earlier in the chat. He's gonna be posting his chassis class uh, setup, a drift clinic basically on the Thursday night. And if you wanna get any more information on that and possibly attend, just DM me on the page. That would be great. And if you're planning to watch, come up and watch. Uh, gates open, we're gonna be posting a schedule. So just watch our, our Instagram page, our Facebook page. And all that's going to be available and tickets are right at the gate at Mission Raceway. So uh, there's a weekend pass available. I think it's $50 for all three days.
I know that's why the screen keeps cutting out. So I will say good night and we'll see you guys soon.